to Fine Beats and Cheeses, the podcast where I, if I do it right this time, we'll probably get this intro right. My name is Leslie Gray Streeter. I am a columnist for the Baltimore Banner and the author of Black Widow. Get it everywhere. My co-host is... I'm Lynn Streeter Childress. I am a creator of Theater for Young Audiences, and um, my sister is hilarious, and we're wearing the same shirt today, it turns out, <laughs> that says twinning. So and we didn't plan it. It's all those times sickening. we told people, of course we're not psychic. Maybe? Maybe. I think you are. Oh, that is the voice of our fabulous guest today. Today, our guest is Taylor Payne. She's a DC local who has performed, taught, and supported the creative arts for the past 15 years because she has always been drawn to anything that ignites creativity and imagination. She has always preferred to immerse herself in theater for young audiences in all things Disney. Seriously. She is cited, excited to share her unbridled excitement on the show. Yay, welcome Taylor Payne! Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I will I will say this. Um, Taylor is uh, an actor who has been in several shows that my theater company, Building Better People Productions, from the Annapolis, Maryland area, um, has produced. She's amazing, and um, I wanted to have her on because uh, this is also a shameless plug for a show that we are doing in Annapolis next week on February the 4th. It's called Dream House, a rainy day play. It's by a playwright named Jeremy Gable, and we did this show five years ago and are redoing it. Um, we have two performances on February the 4th. Uh, in Annapolis, Maryland, and you can find more on bbpproductions.com. Yes, wonderful. Shameless, Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> I don't care, but I'm really excited to talk to Taylor because today we are talking about something that um, all of us love, but Taylor, it turns out, especially, <laughs> and that is... Disney parks and also just Disney. Yeah, like Disney. Yay! Too. I don't know if I love it more than everyone else, but I, I might. <laughs> I might. You might. Well, Taylor, tell us when you. Oh, actually, just as two questions. When you first sort of discovered or remember, like knowing that Disney parks were a thing, and when did you first go? That's a good question. So I. I first went when I was eight. My my mom took me, and I have an older brother, older sister. Um, and we actually got our – they used to do this thing. I don't know if they still do it anymore, but we got our um, portraits engraved at Epcot. Do you know what I'm talking about? They used to do this thing. Um, they take pictures of you, and then they put you in, like, this tiny little portrait Um in, in Epcot and, and do you we remember that Lynn found it. kind of it kind of to me always looked like um Han Solo being frozen in carbonite that's what it always looked like yeah to me. that's that's really accurate um and when we went back we took a picture and that's pretty much exactly what it looks like um so that's when I first went to Disney I don't remember a lot of it to be honest with you um but uh I went back and 2018 I think with my sister and my brother-in-law and that was awesome that is when I think I really discovered my love for it 
Um, and my sister, oh my gosh, obsessed. And she's very, she loves to plan things out. So everything was like extremely planned out, which I was grateful for. Um, <clears throat> and then we went back. Oh my gosh. I think we went back the next year. <laughs> I think we went back next year with my mom as well. So and then the pandemic hit. I know it's terrible. I have to ask you. A lot of people say, what's the big deal? It's super expensive. It's just a theme park. Disney magic is trash. And I think that I hate those people because there <laughs> truly is something. Because, you know, Lynn and I grew up going to theme parks. We grew up here in Baltimore. So we went to Hershey Park a lot. Mm-hmm. We've been to, um, to King's, King's Dominion. Dominion. We actually worked at King's Island, uh, which is, we'll talk about that at some point on the show, I'm sure. But so we had been to theme parks, stood on roller coasters, carowinds, whatever we did that. But there is something that even as a cynical reporter, I would try to go, this isn't real. It's just marketing. But there's some, mm-hmm. there's this feeling about it when you get off the the monorail or the boat or however it is you get there where you just feel like something special mm-hmm. is about to happen. It's either a shirt psychosis or something real. Uh, what do you guys think it is? It's magic. It's Disney magic. <laughs> it is magic. You know, we started, I think we first went to Disney when we were 11, 11. Right, Leslie, for our 11th birthday. And it's the first time we've been on a plane. Um, oh, cool. And we, and my parents were <laughs> in Jamaica. Right? Yes. And we, they, they flew to Florida from Jamaica. And then our, my grandma put us on the plane and we flew and met them. In okay. Orlando, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what happened, and um, and then flew back. So we went we when we were we went eighty two, mm-hmm. and it was the tenth anniversary, right? So we yep. went eighty two, and then we went in eighty three. Yep, and then we went back in eighty seven with our church teen choir. Yes, and then right? I went wow. in ninety nine. Uh, my parents, and you'll love this story, Taylor, because it gets the whole like Disney kid thing. I was 28. I think I just bought a home or was about to buy a home and was living in New York, Pennsylvania. And my father's company at the time had their big, huge event at Disney where they, they flew. Kind of- I don't even know how many millions of dollars. And honestly, it literally broke that company. Um, wow. But they what his thing. Um, it was a very huge multimillion dollar company. They spent too much money, but they flew everybody down to Disney, got everybody's rooms. And my father says, okay, this is a dumb question because I know what you're going to say. But if you can buy your plane ticket to get to Disney, you can stay with us. And he wound up comping all our food. And I was like, (laughs) so literally everyone's like, this is Jeremy. He's six. This is Katie. She's 10. This is Leslie. She's 28 and just bought a house. I was on tour. You were That's on why tour. I didn't go. So okay. Because you, you would have been there. I know. You were like, what's up? Yeah, I know. I was on tour. But um, it, was, it was so funny because also that's when um, Treasure Island, that's when it was actually called Treasure Island. Uh-huh. You know, you could go the, at the what was downtown Disney at the time. They had all the clubs and stuff. And there oh, was a sure. group of us that went. And I was the only adult child <laughs> of a person. So, like, a couple of my dad's, like, coworkers were kind of hitting on me. It was very weird. And I was like, I acted like I didn't understand. Um, <laughs> I was like, we're at Disney World. And my dad is literally back at the hotel. And I'm just going to, you want to go dance, Miss Streeter? I do not. I'm just going to drink my free drink until you go there. Echo away. But it was so Wild. much fun to experience 
that that was the first time that I'd been as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's so and, well. That's not true. Well, to the to Disney World, but you and I, Leslie, you, we went to MGM. Uh, what's that? MG? It actually, used no, that's to be MGM. We, did, we went through. We did go to Disney as adults. Right. We were like, well, yeah, we went like, you're right. Yeah. We, right. We were 22 and my dad was in Orlando for the, we're living in Miami. And so we were in Orlando like for the day and we went to what's now movie studios. Right. But it was MGM. Yeah. Then. And then, and then we went back when we were like 36. And I, I wrote a story about it. And my father was like, oh, Lord, because we're like, come on, Daddy, we're going back to Disney. He's like, oh, geez. So he's like, everyone else, once again, is taking pictures of their kids on the Dumbo ride. He's like, y'all are embarrassing. But he took the photos <laughs> anyway. He's like, I don't know what to do with you. And we're like, Whoa, we got on the teacup ride. He's like, oh, Lord, there was my idiot children in their 30s. Okay, taking pictures of anything. Owned my second home. Yeah, so we just, we would not stop. But to me, there's something whimsical and beautiful. So you are what people, I think, unfairly refer to with derision as a Disney adult. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have kids. And I would gladly go back just for the sheer enjoyment for myself. Um I but yeah you're right it's like it's a it's a Disney magic and like they always have something different all the time they're coming out with something different and the uh, cast and crew work so hard I think to really make it special for everyone because although it's like you know they might have been working there for years um, they know that you know some people save up their whole lives to absolutely go. Absolutely. What is it like? I always know when you go to the Magic Kingdom and you walk down Main Street and you see Cinderella's castle in front of you, there's always something about that moment. And I'm and I've mm-hmm. had this I'm literally had the same feeling at eleven as I did when we went back Leslie so five years ago. So mm-hmm. it was my late forties. It's that same feeling of this is freaking cool and i don't know what it is do you get that feeling i do i don't know what it is i don't know how to explain it like i know it's so cheesy to say that it's like just magical but it really i don't know how else to explain it it's like this this like bubble that you get in your stomach and it like rises butterflies almost it just everything just feels special it feels like i'm eating a pretzel, but it's a Disney pretzel. Yeah. So it's the best pretzel I've ever had. I'm 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 going to this bathroom. Like literally, I'm not lying. I'm going to the bathroom, but it's magical bathroom <laughs> it's because I'm here at Disney and I can't wait to get back out back into the park because this whole thing is just amazing. And the Starbucks, the Disney Starbucks inside of the the Disney Starbucks, the everything. About, I, I don't know if Lynn told you, we were living in Florida. We were pass holders for quite a while. My late husband and I, before we had kids, um, had passes because we went a couple times. And we're like, well, it makes sense because the deal at the time, it's not as great anymore, but the deal for mm. um, the seasonal passes for Florida residents, it was a pretty good deal. Basically, if you went a couple times a year, we used to go every Thanksgiving. Okay. We would go on Black Friday. We would like pack up the car and head up. So 
when Brooks was little, because unfortunately when you're like two, I think you have to start getting your own passes, but whatever. So we would take him with us and just like film the thing. So after he passed and my mom, after my husband passed and my mom came to live, so I was like, we're all getting passes. Every single person <laughs> is getting a Disney pass. And we would go maybe three or four times a year. And not only would we go, you know, the passes were good. You For the seasonal passes, you couldn't use them during the summer. And mm. God knows I didn't want to be in Orlando in a thousand degrees in the middle of the, of the yeah. summer anyway. So I was like, that's fine. But we would go and they had some blackout dates. But not only would we go drive up there, it was like a two and a half hour drive, maybe three hours depending on the turnpike. But we would go to two or three parks because basically those passes were an automatic park hopper. Once again, oh, I don't cool. think they're as good as they used to be, but you used to be able to go you used to first they were like you could only go to two parks. So it's like, ah, just go ahead. So um and it was probably you know 60 bucks a month. It was 40 bucks. It was a oh, lot. Wow. But once again, if you but if you went and you like spent the whole day, we would go on a Friday afternoon and hit a park in the evening. For two or three hours, we'd go stay at a hotel called the Creep Royale, which is right outside the gates, which we loved. So it was cl- wow. as close as you could get to the park, um, really. It was a resort. and Make which a note of with, that. It's great. And it had a really great um, pool. Um, Lynn, when we went for Brooks's birthday, and we they have all the hotel rooms are suites. But I booked us. There's like another thing. Basically, it's an apartment, basically. It's like, you know. Oh, okay. A vill- they call the villas. And it really is wasn't that expensive in terms of like because we were going to be there and rather than we've done the inside the parks it's all right to stay but there was just something really cool also I was telling Lynn that one of the things that I loved about doing it is that we would be able to when you have kids and they just like break down like you know little rusty whiny cars you know and like and we're just not yeah. doing any more rides today you could like shove them in the car go back to the hotel and then do a fast pass mm-hmm. the next morning and then go home. We had it down to a science. It was really fun. Well, Taylor, do you have a favorite park? Oh yeah, Animal Kingdom, hands down. Oh, hands what? Down. What about what about Animal Kingdom? Pandora. <laughs> I don't even have to That's think about so it. So cool. I loved it, and I didn't anticipate loving it because I saw I saw Avatar, and I was like, it's okay. I was like, you know, I also saw Pocahontas, so I I wasn't. <laughs> missing much plot wise <laughs> uh, but then <laughs> but then I went to when we went to Disney um and we had it's actually funny we had budgeted um like a day for each park and um we were there for like about a week um maybe a little bit less than a week and when and I was not excited for for Animal Kingdom, but then we went and it like blew my mind. And then going back to Pandora later when it's dark out and mm. it's like everything's glowing and everything's like making weird and like alien sounds and like there's these little um, footprints that they put into the concrete that you walk mm. on mm. and you can follow them to figure out like where the little animals are going. I was like, I was so amazed by it and I loved it. And the flight of passage ride like made me totally love Avatar. And I went as soon as we got back, I was like, I want to watch Avatar again so I can relive Pandora. (laughs) 
That's really cool. The Flight of Passage was, like, awesome. Um, And also, gosh, I forgot what it's called, but the little boat ride that you can take. um, I gotta look it up. My sister's gonna be like, how how did you forget what that's called? (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. Have you guys been on the Flight of Passage? No. No. And I have to admit, I am not a fan of Avatar. Also, the reason, the biggest reason we didn't go is because we went it was the weekend it opened was the weekend of my son's birthday. And okay. it was like the lines Packed. were crazy. We had friends who went up with us who they spent hours in the line. They like were trying to deal for fast because fast passes even they were like, ha, ha, good luck. So or it was the weekend that was weekend after. And so we were like, nah. So and it was hard. He was not old enough to get on that ride and I couldn't ditch him. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could have. But I did not. Um, speaking oh, yeah. of experiences that uh, were different for children and whatever, do you get into, like, when we went to Hollywood Studios, which used to be MGM Studios, one of the big things, obviously, is the Star Wars exhibit. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so I think Lynn told you the story, but the quick version is we went to the Star Wars exhibit. My brother-in-law was really excited about seeing it. So we go in and they have, like, big Chewbacca guy being Chewbacca. I'm sorry. No, it's not a guy. It's Chewbacca. I'm sorry. And then they had uh, Disney Magic, Disney Magic, uh, and they had uh, Kylo Ren, who, of course, is being his whiny, annoying, I'm going to kill you because my father didn't love me um, thing. So um, so we were standing there, and the, the guy is really tall, and, he, of course, he has the mask down, and he's doing the weird breathing or whatever. So we're all, all the adults are like, woo, this is so funny. It's so cool. Kylo Ren is threatening to kill us. It's so awesome. He's like, are you in the resistance? Are you in the resistance? I think you're in the resistance. We're like, no, no, Kylo Ren. So we walk out and we're all high five, literally high fiving each other. That was so cool. And my son, who was five goes, I don't know, guys. I, I think he said he wanted to kill us. And we're like, wah, wah. Because we had, we're having this such this like adult moment, like of and, nostalgia and whatever. And when we when we do the pictures for this, what we don't usually do a lot of pictures, but when we promote this, <laughs> we need to put the picture of all of the adults laughing and my son and Leslie's son looking at Kylo Ren like we're afraid. I want to see. We that. are. We are. It's so funny. I mean, it's funny. Not funny. Our children were scared, but. It's a really funny, it was a very, very funny moment. Um, do you have what, so Animal Kingdom is your favorite. What yeah. is your favorite part of the Magic Kingdom? Oh, you know, the Magic Kingdom isn't my favorite part. Ah! <laughs> and I'll tell you why, because it's, yes! it's very, um, it's, it's very geared toward kids. I think that the mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom is the most geared toward kids of all of the parks. Um, which is, you know, very my it's her favorite park, my sister. That's her favorite park, the Magic Kingdom. And because she loves the rides. She doesn't like anything. Um, the most that she could do with um, like drops and stuff like that is the parts of the Caribbean ride that has right. like a two foot drop. Right. Um, she loves that ride. And actually, this is one of the things I always tell people, like, if you're going to Disney is to, like, take, like, remind yourself that it's a vacation. Because I that that was my role when I went is to remind everyone that it's a vacation. 
and we don't have to push ourselves. No. Um, and sometimes, because, like, when we first went, we had, like, every day planned out to a T, and I was, like, the last day, I was, like, can we cancel all of our plans and just, like, do whatever we want? Just go. Yeah. And we slept in. We, like, actually took advantage of, like, the pool at the hotel that we were staying <laughs> at. Um, and then we went back to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> someone wanted to go back. I don't know. Um, but, but we realized this because now my sister will tell you a different story. She'll tell you that I didn't do, um, endurance training before Disney. Um, she may, she says that you have to do Disney endurance training, which is getting your steps up. (laughs) (laughs) Walking more. You have to like get your body used to walking. Um, however, I will say that we spent all day. In the Magic Kingdom, which was very fun. It's still Disney. Um, and she really wanted to ride Pirates of the Caribbean one last time. And I was so tired. <laughs> and mm. my hip hurt. And I was like, and she was like, um, oh, it's closing. Like, come on, come on. We got to go. We got to go one last time. And, like, my brother-in-law is, you know, happy to be there. He, he'll do whatever she wants. And, like, um, he's uh, up. I remember they were up at the entrance and my, even my mom got up there and I'm just hobbling, trying to get over there. (laughs) And, and my sister's like, this is because you didn't do your endurance training. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be real honest. We're like shouting at each other. And this poor cast member is like waiting for me to like get over there so he can close the ride. And I'm just like, I'm going to tell you, this really is beginning to not feel like the happiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but, anyway, but you know, that's, fun. no, but that's such a good point is that I think part of wanting to have the magic is wanting to feel like I'm soaking up every inch of this magic I can get and yeah. we're having a good time, everybody, and watching. Oh, my gosh. So when we, when we went with the kids, we did all four parks in two days, which makes no sense. <laughs> so, of course, we didn't see all of the things. No. But in some ways, it was fine because, especially my son had never been. But Leslie's son had been several times, like a bunch, but my son had never been. So, in some ways, my son was kind of going off of what the things that my nephew said to do. But um, I think we had to, I had to get my own uh, expectations of wanting him to think that this was the best thing yes. ever. Mm. And it was. And except he, he loved it. He did. Except for, um, so the last park was Epcot. And my mom and my and the boys and I got lost in the Epcot parking lot for about two hours. We what? could not find. We, we could not. Well, hold on. Yeah, we could not find the car. Yeah, Leslie. So we drove. So Leslie and my husband went back to the hotel, but and I, stayed. I. He wanted to go back, and I had some friends that had driven up separately from West Palm, and I had said we were going to have dinner, and I was just trying to find time to honor all the people that had come to this celebration. So AC, who wanted to go back, was like he was sick of peopling for that day. He was like, "Let's go back." Mm. So we go back to the thing. And so both of us have our phones on and we're waiting for them to call because they're only supposed to be a half an hour maybe behind us, right? So yeah. we're looking at our phones. We can't hear from them. We haven't heard from them. Can't They call. They can't find the car. 
And, fun- and my mom and I, both of our phones were dying. Yes. So then we oh, couldn't no. call anybody. It, it was maybe not two hours, maybe like an hour and a half. But it, it was, was but the boys. A while. The boys were tired, and both of them. Well, if you're listening, Disney, I'm sorry. Like we had to. My child was six, and he had to like go to the bathroom and. He's so like peed like in the bushes in the, in the Epcot parking lot. You and he's know like, how many times a day somebody pees in those bushes. I mean, that's I know. Well, he was like, fine. he was yeah. he was like, are we supposed to do this? I'm like, I don't care. We can't find the car. What else are we going to <laughs> and do? And they're wandering. And once again, this is I hate to say it because I am the person. I learned this before we got Disney passes, my husband and I would always lose our cars in airports. So we started mm. taking photos of the car, the yeah, space, what and whatever is around like 4A or whatever. So we, when we started going to Disney, we did that too. We took a picture of like giraffe number seven or whatever it was. We took a picture at Animal Kingdom, whatever, you know, Aladdin 56, you know, at the Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, we took pictures. So I had written with AC, so I had taken a picture of the um of the car because ac and adam remember we all went uh together and they left separately but we had taken a photo of the car of the the thing so they hadn't so len's poor husband who was like i said was just done peopling at that point he just wanted to order room service and have a beer in the um in the hotel yeah and he was like i'm gonna just be up here y'all enjoy and i was like well i'm gonna go down to the pool and meet my friends for a drink he's like have fun and he's like (laughs) And he looks at me, and he says, this is his wife and child. He goes, they'll get back. <laughs> That's a daggone shame. And they did, but I will say, Taylor, oh, I love I love what you, they're fine. She's sitting here in front of us five years later. Yeah, that's fine. true. You're fine. Um, it's true. But really, there was nothing they could do. There's nothing there they could do. There was nothing they could and do. And <laughs> yeah. that, to me, goes back to what you were saying, Taylor, is that it? people get... I think I took it for granted because we went so often that we were like, well, we missed it this time. We'll come back three months from now. But you're Mm -hmm. saying, you know, there's so many people who save up all year long for two, three years to come to Disney. It's the only time they'll go at least in their kids' childhoods, maybe. So it's, it's such a big deal. And the fact that Lynn knows I have a tendency to, I'm a huge vacation planner. Mm -hmm. And with terms of like the fast paths and stuff, as soon as you could, I wanted to plan it just mostly for the kids' sake because you're in a line, you want to get in and out or whatever. But mm-hmm. also, I also liked towards the end of the day saying, we'll just, like you were saying, we'll let this one go. Or, mm-hmm. you know, we'll enjoy the probably not cheap hotel that we're in. Um, also, I like nice hotels because I like that time where you just spend the morning in the hotel. You don't feel like you have to do anything. You just kind of enjoy being in that in that moment um lynn what's your favorite park well hold on taylor was gonna say something oh no that exactly like you know people spend so much money they want to get the most out of it and sometimes when you like want to get the most out of it you really force it and you forget Mm. like and when you're when you're planning everything like that's what i was telling my sister that one time i was just like you know this feels like work (laughs) yes yeah Well, I was saying by the time we got to the fourth part, we got to Epcot. It was uh, Eat the Beat uh, weekend. That's what it's called, right? What? Eat the Beat. What's that? Is it eat no, the it beat? was the um, food. It was food during Food and Wine. Right, right. Food but the wine, Eat the Beat the, was because like, they were having a series of concerts at Epcot. Concerts. And that and we, day and, was. And we went to see Sheila E. 
Um, and the boys at that point were like, we're tired and we want to go home. And we were like, we have been running around literally for two days doing everything you want. You will sit here and watch this lady play the drums. Oh my gosh. They're going, Alex goes, I don't even know who that is. And we're like, nobody cares. Like, and I literally, I said that to my nephew. I thought, well, am I going to get in trouble for speaking to him like that? And they're like, nah. Because I was like, and we had the boys on our shoulders. And they got, they both are drummers. So they got excited when, you know, she's da, 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 da. And they're like, all right. They're like, oh, she plays the drums. I'm like, yes. And also that was funny. It's like, but even if she didn't, even if she played the xylophone with her feet and we wanted to see it, I mean, it's nice that you're having a good time. And then, you know, we went and got like expensive street food because we were there. You know, they were like, we don't want this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nobody, I don't like this kind of fried rice. That is your problem. <laughs> it has been. Yes. So, just again, talking about like the magic of it all, even walking back past the giant golf ball in Epcot, mm-hmm. um, there's something about it that feels like you're standing next to a celebrity. Yeah. It just feels special. Once again, Disney does. An amazing amount of what I will be honest is indoctrination from when you're very young to go, this is a special experience that no other entertainment company has. There's people who love you. You're mm-hmm. not like, I've got to go see the Hanna-Barbera characters at Kingston. No, you don't. You just, no, we <laughs> it's like, good for you, George Jetson. But it's not, you're happy to see him. But that's not why you go there. But, you know, standing in line to meet Mickey and to meet all these people and to... Like when we went, when Brooks was a baby, we went to the, they had just started the viewings for Tiana. Okay. And I was like, we want to see this black girl. So, um, and she was <laughs> so sweet. And there was a little blonde girl dressed as Tiana. And I thought, how cool your parents must be, you know, mm-hmm. because they're like, she won't be the black princess. Cause I, there was a lot of black, you know, Cinderella's and and Ariel's as well Mm -hmm. so it was just it was a really cool moment once again and it meant something that she was an actor she may have hated me but when I said to the Princess Tiana (laughs) thank you thank you Mm -hmm. because when I was little there wasn't this didn't exist um and she see she went like this and it just it seemed to really mean something and that was magic and it's magic. I mean, I love the Magic Kingdom. Um, I love that it's a small world ride because I'm such a dork. Um, I love it. Like when <laughs> my sister my, does too. Oh, I love it. And she and cries. I, and she cries. I do cry. No. Oh. I do. I cry. Every time I get on that ride, I cry. I and know you so, just told me that you're like a cynical like, reporter I person. I am. <laughs> and I get on that ride because once again, there's something so beautiful about they tried so hard to get everybody's stuff right. And they, they've done some overhaul of it, but to just this idea that in the, even though we're so not in that place as a world that we're trying to figure out at least on that ride to figure out how to find the magic in everybody's cultures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband was Jewish and there was like a one little part of one of the things is like Israel. It's like these little people on top of this red and blue kind of tree thing. And my husband says to my son, who is not quite nice, like that point a year and a half, he goes, look, son, it's our folks. We're like, ah, you know, and then we're trying to figure out and then going, is that Italy? Is it Switzerland? Is it, I don't know what it is. And they're trying not to be too over over the top with the stereotypes. So it's not, there's like, (laughs) 
nobody. It's not like, you know, nobody eating a pizza or whatever, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's very cool. But I do, I love that. Yeah, Lynn is absolutely right. I cry every time I get on that ride. She's like, it's a world of <laughs> It's hilarious. It's so oh my gosh. freaking funny. Well, so you talked, you talked about, Leslie, the indoctrination because Taylor was saying it's not just the parks. It's just the whole Disney thing, mm-hmm. period, right? What is it that you like about Disney, Taylor, as opposed to like all of the other stuff for kids that's out there? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things that uh, Leslie was saying about, you know, how they try to, um, especially now anyway, um, be as inclusive as possible Mm -hmm. and represent. I mean, like I was talking to my partner about this this morning. Um, Like I have learned about different cultures um, and like like I didn't know what uh, Alfronda was until Coco. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know that that right. was a thing. And then I watched Encanto and I uh, discovered what arepas were and I can't stop making them, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but, <laughs> but, you know, I didn't even know that that existed. And it's just like, it, it especially now they just are trying to um, show things like that, you know, like showing a gay couple in Buzz Lightyear and, Mm -hmm. um, and I just, you know, things like that. I really appreciate. I like how they are taking steps toward, um, inclusivity, diversity and showing different cultures because it's, it's important. And like you were saying, Leslie didn't exist, (laughs) you know, it didn't exist. So my, my best friend, um, when she had her first child in 1998, we were planning her shower. We were like in our late twenties. And she says to me, well, we're planning the shower. So tell my mother to tell my family, like this is too many messengers already, but that we don't want any Disney stuff, any character, anything. I don't want my child to be commercialized and to be a walking billboard. And her mother very wisely said, tell her that if people decide to spend their hard earned money on something, they're going to do it. And she can take it up with them. Like, I will tell them nothing. So fast forward <laughs> four years later, when Maya is four, well, she, we, we go to Disney because <laughs> I have moved to Florida and we go down and it was just one thing. I think the magic was overwhelming is that we, we were so excited. Like, okay, we've gotten past this. We're just going full bore in it. We buy our ears. We're like, ah! So there was a parade. I forget what the parade was at the time. It was like 2003. I was pray coming through and it was nap time. She needed to nap and we didn't want to go back to the, we were staying in the parks. We were staying, I think like pop city. Is it no pop, pop, Matt, pop century, pop century. Oh yeah. And, and we were like, Oh yeah, we're going to stay. And we're like, you're going to be, why do you ask a three and a half year old, a four year old, if they're going to be okay past their nap? It's dumb. We're like, yeah, I'll be fine. So we had, she wanted to ride some ride and she had a little baby sister at the time. So she was maybe five. So she a little baby sister who was back at home in Baltimore with her dad and she wanted to ride a ride. And Melanie said, I'm so sorry, sweetie, you're too little for that ride. So she's got this, she's gassed on sugar, literally cotton candy in her ears. And also she's exhausted. And so she hears, no, no, I'm the big girl and Maggie's the baby. So her face starts to screw up. So Melanie goes to the bathroom and I'm standing there on the parade route. And she just goes, ah! 
<laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl. She called me little. Aww. She called me a little. Ah! We're like, oh, this was a terrible mistake. So we get through the, we get through the parade. We go back to the hotel. We come back to the park. We go back to the hotel again and waiting for shuttles. Like, oh Lord, everyone's going to die. We go back to the hotel and that's when <laughs> they used to have soap. Um, that's what was it, the soap channel soap network um, yeah. that ABC it was all ABC and it was all Disney stuff so it was on in the um, in the hotel room and we get back and this point you know she's doing great but she's also a little gas up and it's it's been her day and so we turn on the, the soap network and she goes no 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 I because they have all the other Disney channels she goes I want to watch my own show and Melanie said sweetheart this entire day has been your own show. And she was like, oh, because we wanted some of that too. I mean, we were willing, I've always been willing to walk around till my feet hurt and to carry stuffed animals at the time were bigger than my child. And to like, we went, when he was little, we went to see the flicks, the flick ride, um, the, the movie. It's a Bugs Life. It's a Bugs Life thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was maybe two and a half, three maybe. He was so angry at me. So it it gets dark and he's very sensitive to sometimes a lot of sound and it just gets ominous with the thing. So flick, is there and there's like this big bug that's coming up behind them, you know, and the kids are going, it's not behind you, whatever. And I felt these fingernails in my shoulder. And he goes, no, 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 no. So we run out and we're in the middle of course. So, uh, so we run out and he goes, mommy, never do that no more. <laughs> and we never went back to that thing. Even we never it's went very back. traumatizing. I went. To, I, that's like one of the only things I remember. The first time I went to Disney is that Bugs Life play area, <laughs> and it's just like you're an ant, and it's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. It's just you're an ant, and everything's big around you, and it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, don't like lot. this seriously. And after <laughs> seeing things like Jurassic Park and stuff, it's like literally things could eat you. And I, not, not that I believe that the, the Pirates Caribbean ride that the Johnny Depp thing is going to like turn and eat me, but it might. It's never happened before, but I don't want to be there when it does. You'll be the person <laughs> and you'll be on the news and you're the and, person and that Lynn got eaten by Johnny Depp. And will be to the people on Dateline going, we did not know that Johnny Depp and animatronic thing was going to eat her. It was so sad. It was sad. <laughs> it, was um, so, it was so sad. Anyway, that's news at eight. <laughs> news at eight. So let me ask you, I mentioned well, in the, I had tried to do three gonna... different introductions for this podcast and failed miserably because I was in my head and being stupid, but <laughs> I had mentioned in two of them, the, um, Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain. situation, um, where people have confused Disney magic for racism. Um, so basically, explain if, it. Yeah. if you guys don't know, um, Splash Mountain was all people like I grew up with this. It was literally only built in the eighties. So people are making things up, but splash mountain was a past tense, an attraction that was based on the movie song of the South, which you can't get anywhere, by the way, you can't even find it, but it was a movie that was based on these, this folklore that's got uncle Remus. He was a slave. They tried to pretend he wasn't, he was 
Um, and he's telling these stories, these little white kids, and he tells stories about these animals, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, whatever. So Splash Mountain Ride doesn't have any of like the slave stuff. It's just like the characters. So <laughs> Yeah. So but so they decided Disney decided, you know, Taylor's talking about the inclusivity that not only are we going to we'll do a one-two punch, we'll get rid of Splash Mountain and we'll put in a Bayou ride mm-hmm. for Tiana. And people have tried to say, no, this is part of my heritage. Or they've said, there's not even mountains in New Orleans. I mean, they just like made things <laughs> just the dumb. It's like, and there's not talking bears either. It's like, so now we want to talk about geographic geographical accuracy. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, when I went there and that bear spoke to me, you're on drugs. This doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I just, so the fact that basically people are mad because they don't like change. They don't like change that, they, that mm-hmm. they think is exclusionary of them. They don't like change that is favorable of black people. Let's be honest. And they don't want to admit that they're racist. So they'll go on and on that, that, that there's protests, protests, people crying. This woman goes, I named my child Briar, like Briar. Like, what kind of idiot are you? And she goes, I named my child Briar, like the Briar Patch, like Briar, whatever. And they're taking down the the ride that was never, my child was named. I was like, you need help. Why are you naming your kid after Splash Mountain? That's a personal problem. It is such a personal problem. It's it's really, well, and they're acting like, well, the crazy thing is that they're like, it's going away, but the ride isn't going away. They're just rebranding yeah. it. They're acting like they're pulling it out like water flume by water, by log by log. It's the same freaking ride. They're it's just the same changing ride. the theme of it, and mm-hmm. it's dumb. Um, what, Taylor, so we're kind of hopping over the Disney stuff. What mm. is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, that's a really good question. Mm. Or some of your really favorites, since there are a thousand. Well, okay. Classic Disney, uh, I'd yeah. say Beauty and the Beast. I really like that. Although it has some problems. But, you know, a lot of Disney has <laughs> has problems. And I think to, problems. to progress, you have to identify them. <laughs> and you have to, you know, rebrand. Um, <laughs> I remember, you do. I remember, Leslie, by the way, I went um, on that ride. I really want to do all the mountains when I yeah. was there um no one to do them with me um but <laughs> <laughs> i made my brother-in-law go on that one with me and i hadn't been on it well i might have been on it when i was there um and i was eight was as a kid but i don't remember and when i was on it like i agree with, like i was like looking at everything i was like is this is this okay anymore <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no <laughs> So when when they announced that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they probably should do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's my opinion. My opinion there, because I was I was like very confused when we were on that ride. Uh, anyway, it's confusing. And the other thing about it is that because the movie is not widely seen, kids have no idea what it's attached to. You know, and you notice mm. that in the parks, they play up everything. It's like they were embarrassed about it. Because they should have been. So it's like, here's Tiana, 
we don't she don't have a ride yet but here's tiana here's snow white here's the thing here's here's her ride with the dwarves mm-hmm. here's the thing and whatever and it's like and so you walk across this thing you're like what is this if you had no idea if you were the average child the average person under 30 probably you've never seen song of the south maybe even older than that mm-hmm. you might not have even heard of it it's not marketed anywhere so to have this major attraction that honestly was built even after the time where everybody knew it was racist, it was mm-hmm. but like maybe 89, 90. It was really, yeah. I wow, fairly was it that late? I'm gonna look it up. It was a fairly recent ride. Um, it wasn't there when we went when we were little. I don't think so. I know it was there by the time we went in high school. I think. Wait a minute. It makes total sense too that it would be that ride because, like, that that was, I didn't even think about like, oh, like they're, they're, um, rebranding it with you know one of the first black princesses right yeah about that i was just like oh that makes a lot of sense because it's splash mountain and it's 1989 wow 1989 wow. so it wasn't even there i mean it was um disney disneyland 1989 uh magic kingdom not till 1992 are you serious yes wow it's tokyo disneyland 1992 now, of course, they're clo- it's closed to Magic Kingdom. It is still open in Disneyland. What are people complaining about? It's still open in Tokyo Disneyland because <laughs> they don't care. What are people complaining about? It's like, go to California then. Go be racist in California. It's fine. You'll <laughs> it's be so fine. crazy. Or don't. But, again, but, but that's such a whole thing. And we don't, don't even have time for that whole conversation. But about how other people's nostalgia... Yes. It's supposedly more important than other people's like right to be dignified. It's yes. like, well, I, 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 I had great memories of segregation. You should too. Mm-hmm. No, what? Anyway, everybody was happy. Like but anyway, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Anyway, though. Uh, yeah. Question. Lynn, very, I know we're going to wrap up yeah. soon, but Lynn, favorite Disney movie, favorite, favorite Disney park? Gosh. I used to have an answer for this, but it sort of it sort of changes. Um, it's probably still Beauty and the Beast um, because it's just it's just magic. Did you see the the Josh Groban her? No, did you see that? I haven't seen that. It's so good. Number one, Josh Groban is hot. Um, Did not know that until this that show. Really? He is, and I don't know why he's. It's hot because he's like a beast with rage. That's something I should probably have to work out in my in Ooh. therapy. But, yes, but but it's a beard. He's very good looking. He's very and, good looking, and that voice Ooh. is beautiful. That voice is beautiful, and um, but yeah, it's beautiful. So probably probably Beauty and the Beast because the music is just the music is fantastic, even though it is tra- problematic. But it actually has one of my favorite lines. Uh, from any um, uh, when, during Kill the Beast when the townspeople say we don't understand it and it scares us. Yes. Um, and that is and I, I remember it because we were what was it, in our early tw- late teens early 20s early 20s mm-hmm. when that movie came out and I remember just being like oh crud that's deep that th- this whole thing was we don't understand it so we have to conquer it. We have to kill it. it. Mm-hmm. And we're afraid of it. So that, and it's just, and it's just magic. And, um, yeah, even though I re- actually, then I also really like, um, Encanto, 
uh, yes. lately. Me too. Um, but I, I'm trying to think though. My favorite park is probably um, uh, the Magic Kingdom, and I have to tell you, I think it's a difference in age too. Mm. Is that for the longest time the Magic Kingdom was Disney World, like yeah. Uh, you know, Epcot wasn't until like 83, right? 82, mm-hmm. 83. And so for uh, for our sort of growing up, the Magic Kingdom was like the original and everything else was kind of like an add-on. And I think for people who are younger, maybe like you, Taylor, everything else is just as like acceptable because it's all there. But for us, I think there's something you know, you see it when they do the Disney Studios pictures. You see mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom. You see Cinderella's Castle. And um, it's just, yeah, probably still the Magic Kingdom. It, it, there's a nostalgia there and something that I'll never be able to shake. I love the, I like the other parts. but mm-hmm. And I think, too, when we were little, Epcot was kind of billed as, like, the boring yeah, one. Yeah, it was And science. it's not boring at all. We didn't care. It's not boring at all. No, but when I we were little, we just when we were little, we just wanted to be at the Magic. There's parts of Epcot that are boring, but <laughs> there are, it's but. true. I, as an adult, I started going um, to. I have friends who were Disney adults who worked at the parks. My friend Donalda worked in the parks for years, so she and some of her Disney friends once a year will go and they'll do like they're drinking their way around. Yeah, I've done Epcot, that. and then they go to the Magic Kingdom and take pictures with all the people, whatever. Um, my favorite. My favorite park used to be MGM when it was MGM before it was Hollywood Studios. There was just more stuff. Like, yeah, the the, the, mm. the movie, the Muppet movie ride and a lot of stuff. It just, with the last couple of times I've gone, they've been doing construction. So there just hasn't been yeah. as much stuff to do. I did like the Star Wars, but the Magic Kingdom has become my favorite park. My favorite two movies are um, Inside Out. Oh, and monsters inc oh interesting and monsters inc i love the most because it's about that stuff you talked about like um it's about friendship and it's about confronting what scares you it's it's about saying is that scary because it's scary is it scary because it's different um is it and my son i have a, a boy so i think girls like it too but we find this stupid stuff funny like the fact that mike wazowski is First of all, a monster named Mike Wazowski is hilarious to me because <laughs> adults get the joke that these are guys with these ethnic names, James P. Sullivan, and Mike Wazowski. They're supposed to be like blue collar guys who work in a factory. And mm-hmm. that's why it's funny. And so Mike Wazowski um, always being trying to take pictures of important things, always being out of the frame. And here's his eye. Here's this thing. And he always thinks, and they're always so waiting funny. to make sure that he, that he's not upset about it. And he thinks it's great. Cause his eyes in the photo, that stuff is so funny. Monsters yeah. Inc. Monsters University. Um, I love inside out. Although Lynn, you know, the, the part which you're not speak its name. I'm going to say it. Bing bong. I sobbed, <laughs> sobbed. Once again, me the hard Eminem exterior. I just and when he's he's singing the Bing Bong song as he's disappearing, I'm like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I just I love that movie so much. I just and I love because it truly is about. It's such a beautiful story about the parts of you that make you you. 
Yeah. And that sometimes you let your anger or your fear or your blah, you know, you let all that. And the idea that there are little people inside you, like, you know, poor status, you know, touching things, everything's turning sad. It's like, oh, this is terrible. Um, also, I think a lot of those movies mean a lot more to me after I became a widow because I understood all Disney movies are about grief. All Disney movies are about grief in some ways because mm. all the princesses lost their moms, you know, and or Tiana lost her dad. They switched it up there. Um, and it's all about, you know, trying to get past something that's literally the death of a loved one. So I look inside out. She wasn't, even though we miss Bing Bong, Riley was missing her home. She was growing up and she was missing the part of herself that used to be herself and everything that was familiar. And she felt like she was unmoored in a way. And that was, that's grief. Um, and up, mm-hmm. of course, the first scene of up, I remember first time I showed it to my son, I had to stand, sit away from him and I hadn't been widowed that long. So I'd sit away from him like this. So he didn't see me go, because he goes, and of course he's a baby. He's literally he's like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. They bought a house. Wait, is she sick? What's happening? And then he goes, where'd she go? Like, and I'm out. Just <laughs> had no business with that opening scene. Oh, no. no business. No, I took my, my goddaughter, my goddaughter who is now almost 21, but she was a little girl when I went to, when we went to see it. And I remember with that scene, and that was five, you know, five, eight minutes in. I remember looking at her going, do we leave? What is this? What is this movie? Sobbing. And then all of a sudden there's like a dodo bird. And it's like, (laughs) Kevin. I love this. I know. Exactly. It got funny immediately after. It truly did. And then poor little Russell and like him trying to pretend he's not home with him. That's funny. It's, it got really funny. Um, but then you realize that he's this guy who basically, oh, I'm going to say something that's so terrible. I've never said it. His intention was to go to that place, but he could have died. But it didn't matter because he was willing to risk it all because he missed his wife and he needed to be in a state of mind where she would be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Lord. just, I, isn't it? T- it's a kid's <laughs> movie. Uh, and I literally, I was like, like you're saying, how dare you? How dare well, you start? Like, so. And we probably actually need to do, and maybe we'll have you back, Taylor, like another one that's specifically about like Disney movies, because we, we talked a lot about the parks. Because yeah. that's a whole other conversation about like Disney movies. So I produce, like I said, theater for the audiences. And one of the reasons why I know kids can handle hard things is because they watch Disney movies. Yeah. And I always. I always use that in my brain because mm-hmm. I'm like, if they could deal with all this crud, they can deal with this, whatever. Yeah. It's, so it's, listen, kids, we open on Bell. Her mother is dead. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> listen, we open on Cinderella. Her mother is dead. What's happening? Exactly. <laughs> Snow White. Well, you can- Oh, yeah. and let's her mother let's, is dead. What? Let's not mention the Lion King when oh, Lord. literally just you know just kicks it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he kicks it, and his child sees it and is blamed for it. And 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 Simba has been walking around in exile for twenty years or I don't know, whatever yeah. long, ten years, thinking he killed his father. I know. Oh my gosh, my favorite though is like <laughs> he runs away, meets these 
we should we should do like a whole episode where we just like explain plots of Disney movies, but like yes. baseline as possible. He runs away, he meets these two guys and they're like, Hey, you know how you're really upset because you think you killed your dad? What if you just didn't think about it? What if you just didn't worry about it? And he's like, Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> denial. Denial, denial is children. Hakuna. Matata. Hakuna. It's 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 all a lot deeper than we than we think and or and I love Jeremy Irons deep. doing the basically playing Scar as Klaus von Bülow was just like Chef's kiss because mm-hmm. you know they because he had played Klaus von Bülow won an Oscar right. I believe and so he basically said what if Klaus von Bülow was a probably he looked diseased like there was something wrong with him a a a treasonous nasty lion go. And he's like, I got this. I got this. It's insane. <laughs> well, as we as we wrap up, but we really do need to do a second episode. This is hilarious. But, but as we wrap up, though, Taylor, ultimately, do you think that Disney and Disney Parks are cheesy? And if so, do you even freaking care? Um, yes, I do think that they're cheesy. I think it's <laughs> I think any time that you get so excited about like something. It can be cheesy, but, um, but like, I don't care because like, here's the thing, Disney, Disney parks, they're amazing that you feel magic when you're there that I don't feel like at other types of parks. And even though magic kingdom isn't my favorite, like nothing can replace, you have to go because nothing can replace that feeling of like rounding the corner and then there's cinderella's castle um so no i don't care and i will continue going (laughs) as long and as much as i want and you know my sister um my sister loves also the disney parks and she will um go there over like i think any other vacation because she's like well why would you go anywhere else like you have epcot you pretty much can like go around the world you can go anywhere right so what's the, it's like all very controlled and like in one place. Um, so yeah, I don't care. I will continue going. Um, and, uh, and thank you for talking to me about it because Yay! this is so awesome. <laughs> well, Taylor, Taylor Payne, um, is there any place that you would want people to like find you on the social medias? What do you have going on? Maybe next Saturday. Oh, well, <laughs> not really on social media um I have to no good job but I, it's so funny because like because i i i handle like my work social media i don't i'm not on social media at all um for myself but like i am otherwise but um but i am in this fantastic amazing show february 4th um and everyone should come see it. it's in annapolis maryland and uh it's a wonderful what? And probably, hopefully, touring this summer around the D.C. area. Yeah, if you know schools, programs that need a fun hour play about a someone rediscovering what it means to have imagination and going through grief and all that fun stuff, um, reach out to Building Better People Productions. Yes, you should. 
Well, Taylor, this has been amazing. I think you're phenomenal, and uh, this I have I have not laughed this hard. No, during one of these, in a really it was just, and I think so much because because we're it's about nostalgia. You look back and go, mm-hmm. yeah, that was weird. It was very funny. Um, thank you guys so much, I love and it. I just wanted to thank you for being here. Thank you, Lynn, as always, sister, for being here, and all of you listening. It's a small world after all, and stay cheesy. 